Hello, everyone. This is Quantum Nurse, and I am Grace Asagra, your holistic registered nurse. So thank you for joining me again, and thank you for always supporting this podcast, Quantum Nurse, Out of the Rabbit Hole from Stress to Bliss. And my website is www.quantumnurse.life. And I created this podcast because it's just a wonderful platform where we could have holistic conversations. And I want to provide um, expertise from different uh, fields that deals with health. So, and that could even be or and just an ordinary person who has that have had their journey in holistic health, as well as professionals like Julie E from Simple Solutions for Health. And I'm really happy that a colleague and a friend of Quantum Reflex Analysis Practitioners Group is with me. So thank you so much, Julie. Thank you, nice to be here. And as usual, I'm going to just say a little bit about our guest. And of course, you are going to know her more as we continue our conversation, our dialogue. And please make, I, I promise that I will make sure that her link, her information will be added in this conversation so that if you have a question for her or in about this uh, podcast on this episode, especially with Julie, I'll make sure that I pass it on to her. And her website is www.julieehealth.com. So let's, I'll tell you a little bit about her. So Julie E is a master's in public health and a registered dietitian. She is a licensed dietitian as well, functional medicine expert. And I mentioned that as a master in public health with a passion for helping people improve their health with her infinite tool chest of remedies. So, you know, just like any, um, you know, like any, I can imagine um, Julie, like that old fashioned doctor's picture in movies where the doctor comes to your home with a little medic medicine box or bag, Julie has that bag. It's invisible, but as we carry the conversation today, you'll know what her tools are. Tool chest of remedies. So for over three decades, Julie has been working with individuals of all ages to help find the tool of their health ailments and treat them naturally. An anti-aging expert, Julie has reversed her telomeres and cellular health to that of a 12 year old. Okay, now that's the secret and you know that anti-aging exists, all right? So her international practice includes parents, kids, pets, and celebrity athletes. On her website, julieehealth.com and her social media, she educates everyone on her secrets to health, including unique tips such as the five missing things to all health regimens, how to care for your assembly line and keeping both the emotional body and the biofield strong. Okay. Hmm. So 
were in for a treat. So, so Julie, I was thinking maybe we could start with, um, since our topic will be the how to anti-age your body and mine, how about we start with just that general notion and concept or perception with aging? Because it seems like um, this current unprecedented times, everyone's talking about the elders, everyone's talking about those who have comorbidities, okay? And those, um, and you know, it, and, and then I notice also that some people just kind of like um, let go of doing some type of anti-aging regimen and just say, we're gonna be old anyway, we're, we're aging, and then sooner or later we'll be sick and sooner or later we die. So what are your thoughts on that? That's a loaded question. So I'm gonna give a few different answers. Um, the first one is absolutely a lot of people, that's their thing. They're like, I'm getting old and they're just in acceptance of it. Um, and to me, OLD is a dirty word and I don't use it in my vocabulary. Um, and you know, someone, many people have asked me that or said, you're just gonna live forever. And I said, no. I don't want to live forever because I'm sure by the time you get to 90, you have less and less friends and it's probably lonely. So I want to live the whole time I'm here, live. I, I'm active. I, I want to play sports. I want to go to concerts and travel and do all those things. And therefore, when I work on myself and my health, it's to keep me at, in my best, in my optimal place so that I can do all those. And I, don't, I never feel old. I don't want to feel old. I don't want to live in an old age home. It's just not something I'm going to do. And I think that the programming is for the programming is, and some people succumb to it. Some don't that you're get you're aging, you're getting older. This is just the way it is. The way I see that statement and break that down is a car or a house. The house I live in is 70 years old. So, you know, a 70 year old person might not even be able to get out of bed in the morning without a cane or helpers. My house is still standing. I've had to redo things to the house, right? I've had to redo the electricity. I've had to redo the heat. I've had to upkeep it. And so I think of your body that same way. It's a, you have to think of your body as a fixer upper house and you wouldn't just buy a fixer upper house and hang paintings on the walls right away. First, you have to assess what's going on, gut, spackle, you know, put maybe some new drywall paint, and then you can hang some things up. But I think people just think, oh, I'm just going to hang this and hang that. And that's what they think. Oh, I'll just take glucosamine. I'll do this and I'll do that. And they're not really taking care of their foundation of their health. And I think that's the most important thing is your foundation. Um, and the same thing as a 70 year old car. I mean, not too many people have those. Um, but most people maintain their car better than they do their bodies. And so we just trade it in every five years or 10 years and get a new one, but you only get one body. So you really do, if, if you want to maintain it, take care of it. That, that's what it really comes down to. And so if you think about your body at, similar to a car or similar to a house, and then remember that you're made up of cells 
and cells die, they replicate and then they die continuously. That is their cycle. So if you're always making new cells, every seven years, they say you're living in a totally different body. Every three months, you have an arsenal of new cells. So you have the opportunity to make healthy, regenerated, energized cells with a lot of nutrition in them where everything is functioning fantastic. So I think of the body that way. And when you think of it that way, that is what anti-aging is. It's not injecting something. I mean, stem cells, we use exosomes in our practice and I've used them myself. So yes, that is something you can do, but that by itself in isolation is not an anti-aging thing. A facelift or you know tummy tucks or any kind of surgery that people are using, that's really just like a little band-aid. But in the end, when you know quantum health, like we do, you know that that creates a whole domino effect of other health problems that you're gonna have. So you might look good on the outside, but you don't, might not feel good. So for me, um, I think the original question is, what is anti-aging? And I, you know, a friend of, was asking me earlier this week, she said, I hate that word anti. And we were, I said, ooh, yeah, why would we want a negative word? So I am actually open if someone wants to put in a comment, I'm looking for a better term. It's regenerative medicine. It's, it's youthful medicine. It's youthful health. Um, that's how I look at it. I, I look at it as just living. If you have a doctor that says, oh, well, you're just getting older, that's just the way it is, your eyes are gonna go. That's what they're going to say. That's how we're programmed. That's how we're taught. But when you know what Grace and I know, and you know quantum health, and you understand about interference fields and how your eyes may go if you've had a trauma to your head, or and most people have had 10 or 20 by the time they're 50 or 60, or to their sacrum or tailbone. So when we fix these old traumas or unblock them and unstick them or Get, get the energy flowing better throughout the body, that is how you have youthful energy and health for as long as you want. I, I have a little, I can't help but remember and a joke that my, a comment and a joke that a friend, he's passed away already and he would always say, you know, when he buys fine quality shirts or, you know, cars, then he would say, well, the, the, the salesman will say, you know, lifetime guarantee. Then he said, whose lifetime, mine or the car? <laughs> and then it really dawned on me. I says, that's true. You know, if, if we don't take care of our body, then it's really just the material things lifetime. And as you, as you just said, it's up to us. Like, you know, one way is to look at it like, we own a property like the house, yet most people, in fact, I know, will put a lot of effort for that. Then, then, then they second thought or they put for their body like a back burner in terms of that, you know, for your health. And when, uh, just like you, I also have a difficulty saying anti-aging. And at one point I decided I'm gonna say pro-aging because I said aging, I just thought of it as the number of years, but not the illness, okay? But then at, at the same time, it didn't, it didn't sit right again with me, the word pro-aging. Right now, yeah, it's coming that it's more the, re, you know, rejuvenative 
then someone is introducing me with the word bioregenesis. Okay, so you know, the, which which is more in line with what you and I believe and practice. But how did like our your uh, I call it regular because you went to the same is um, medical uh, educational system. You I took did. your you know masters in public health. You took your RD, and yet you are as passionate as me and other QRA practitioners, which really seemed like the missing link of most, what most um, health practitioners do and not do. So how did you end up with, you know, with that journey? Well, you're right. I had a very traditional training. I went to the number two school of public health in the United States and public health certainly is a hot topic right now, as we all know. And, you know, I could say, I could talk about that for hours, but I'm going to skip that one right to the traditional nutrition training. And, you know, in this education, which took me 20 years to pay for, I was taught that uh, French fries and potato chips were in the food pyramid. And I was taught that all foods can fit in a healthy diet and all you need is a centrum or a multivitamin every day that's like, I don't know, like barely the size of the pen cap. And I was taught so many other things that I was just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like they were, they were against vitamins. And this was, this was a while ago. Um, it was, I graduated that degree in 95 and this is 2021. So it's been a long time. And the days that we were learning that I was just like looking at the professors thinking, are you for real? And I was like, I want to learn at that moment. I decided I want to learn every single thing possible that I can about vitamins. Cause I don't believe these people at all. And it, now I would say that my formal education was the backbone. It was, I understand biochemistry. I think one of our, one of our questions on our test was trace, a piece of food, they gave us a specific food and tell us exactly what happens to it from the time it goes into your mouth till it exits and all the little things that happen in your body. So it was really understanding science and biochemistry and reactions and interactions. And that is the foundation of your body and of health. And it's just like a mechanic understands the car really, really well. I don't know all the names of the parts of the car and I don't think most people do. So when you take your mechanic in, you trust that they're gonna explain that. They're, they're gonna tell you, no, you just need an oil change or you need a, a new this pump or that pump. And so because of that training, I really understand the body, but it didn't leave me feeling like I learned anything. <laughs> I learned, I said, now the education really starts. And I started learning about vitamins and where do you go to learn about vitamins? Vitamin companies, some of the biggest vitamin companies back then, Metagenics was one of them. And I called them up and they sent over a rep just like the, um, just like the doctors do, just like pharmaceutical industry sends over a rep to teach a doctor about this new medicine. And they say, this is how it works on this particular biochemistry of your body. And now you know, and now you can use it if you want. And so they sent over this rep. This is actually a funny story. So I'm gonna tell you a little piece of it. Um, and they sent over a rep 
And he was like photogenic memory. I would ask questions about, well, how do you know the vitamin C works when you take it? And he would spit out journal articles and what page it was on and research studies about everything. And I was so impressed to hear that there were so many research studies on vitamin B6 and C in this form or that form of magnesium glycinate versus magnesium oxalate. And it was like a whole new world. And I just, my mind was blown. And he said, I'm gonna send you to a conference next weekend. I'm gonna comp you to go and we'll talk after that. And I, I arrived at Dr. Jeffrey Bland, the Institute for Functional Medicine conference. And I've been to dozens of conferences already. I started being interested in nutrition when I was 16 and I started working at a gym and a fitness center teaching fitness and um, all kinds of classes and personal training. And I read every book that was available and every magazine cover to cover in nutrition because there was only like this many. It like was the smallest part of the self-help section. And I get to this Jeffrey Bland thing and I was so cocky and I was like, I know everything about nutrition. And my jaw was like on the floor within like two minutes. I, I was like, these people all know more than I do. I thought that I knew everything about nutrition. I thought I knew, knew more than everyone. And I was so impressed. And then they served us lunch and they served fish and vegetables and all these conferences you go to, even though they are for health, they serve you junk food and bagels and muffins and coffee and sodas. And this place actually really understood health. And that was it. Like that was the turning point of my career. I started studying functional medicine for the next 24 years I've been studying. And the way the story ended, didn't end yet, right? I'm still here practicing functional medicine. And there's another veer off of that, which I'll come back to in a second. But I end up going on a date with somebody. It was a little story. I thought we had a lot of things in common. I wasn't interested in dating him, but he was from New York. We had all these things that we had, we had a lot of the same background, we had religion and passion and holistic health and from the same place. And I was just going to meet him just thinking this would be cool. And as soon as I walked in, I heard the voice. This was, this was only three years ago. So this was like 22 years later, something like that this was the guy that sat in my office that day that told me to go to the conference. And I just was like, you, you, <laughs> you, my career like pivoted because of you. Thank you so much. It was so <laughs> fantastic. And, and then um, how I ended up in the quantum world with some of the things we do is I was seeking out to learn from a practitioner. So I just went to a bunch of different practitioners when I moved to Los Angeles from New York and most of them didn't really know a thing or more than me and I you know really just didn't get anything out of it and this one person said to me you should go to this conference and again I was like okay and I went to a conference and there it was Dr. Marshall Premier Research Labs and and at that time there were only eight people in the room it was a very long time ago and it was just again, mind blowing and life changing, career changing. And, you know, I never look back for either one of those moments. They were two big pivots in my life and, and, and it made sense. And I think when my patients come to see me, they, they say, I never heard this before. No one's ever said that before, but it makes sense. So I think that you have to 
trust your intuition that if you're going to a doctor or even a holistic practitioner and you're not making improvement and you feel like I'm not getting anywhere or that doesn't resonate with me, move on, find somebody else. And when people inquire to come see me, I always send them to my social media, watch some of my videos, see, look for some of the things I say and see if it resonates before you come in. Cause I don't want to see you if you're not interested, like don't, don't waste your money. Like don't come, like you need to feel like it resonates with you. And I, whether it's woman's intuition or it's part of your intuition that on your journey to health, you have to feel like you're in the right place. And just like I did with that, and probably just like you have with your career. Amazing. It's, that's exactly what I was thinking, uh, you know, especially when you mentioned intu intuition, because you were following, I was following my, you feel like something is still missing because uh, I did attend um, also integrative medicine conferences. Sometimes I would be the only nurse there during my time. And then I said, that's still something missing, especially I knowing that there's a biofield, you know, that wraps us and said, you know, it can't be this. So then I, yep, I ended up also um, attending one of the QRA conferences or classes first in New Jersey that led me to the summit and let me led me to meeting you. And as we both know, once you know something that um, powerful, it's hard to go back to not knowing and pretend that you don't know. You can't unknow things. And I say that sometimes to patients. I'm like, now you know, this is what this is. And that's it. You will for the rest of your life. And I tell some of my patients, now that you've been here and experienced what this QRA is and how how I teach you about how your body works, like from scars and traumas and emotional things. Like I want, even if you never come back here, follow that for the rest of your life. Let that be the bottom minimum, only go up from there. Like, because so many people come, I'm sure it happens to you too. They come here and they say, I've tried everything. I went for 10 years to functional medicine doctors and they can't figure out what's wrong with me. And they come in and as you mentioned in my bio, the five missing things, one of them is they don't have EMF remediation on their phone. Like the simplest little thing that you've done all this work and you didn't put the little sticker on your phone. And therefore, every time you touch your phone, you're undoing all of your work. Like, and that's again, why I have you the simple solutions tagline, because it's a sticker. You put the little thing on your phone and suddenly your body starts to heal. It's so, it's so easy. And another one of the missing pieces is that we are doing all this tangible stuff with science and vitamins and digestion and energy and sleep. But what about the emotional body and the subconscious and the environmental energy? Those are huge pieces of the puzzle. And some people don't feel energy and maybe it doesn't bother them. And that's why they heal after just taking a few vitamins. But a lot of people feel energy. We're all made up of energy. So if you have not addressed that, that those are your other missing pieces. If you've taken every lab test, stool, stool, saliva, urine, blood, whatever, you've done all the work, you've taken all the vitamins and you have not addressed those things. It's about time you do now um, because those are the missing things. That's like the bare bones minimum that you should be looking for in your health uh, program. Um, can you speak on 
the interference fields, especially when it comes to like, uh, you know, dental health. Because I, yeah. I think that's one of the most um, neglected aspects. Again, missing piece. If your holistic practitioner did not assess what's going on in your mouth and you have gold and silver fillings, when you have two different types of metals in your mouth, it acts like a battery. It's like, zzz, it's like, you know, like when you jumpstart the car and it's like sizzling, that's going on in your head at all times. So it's definitely an issue. Um, well, the definition of an interference field is a part of your body where you have a scar or trauma where it was traumatic enough or emotionally or hard enough, like getting hit in the head by a baseball that like scared you, you know, there's no rhyme or reason why one of them become, one of these traumas becomes an interference field that lasts with you for years over another one. But so I believe it has to do with the angle or, you know, if your nervous system was um, jostled at the time. So it's, it's, it is your nutritional state and your emotional state at the time of a trauma. And the trauma can be physical or emotional, like the death of a pet or a loved one, wherever that hit was. So I'm going to go with the hit on the head from a baseball or a softball. And I know I got hit in the back here in eighth grade with a softball. And I didn't like the person who did it very much to begin with. So it was a trauma, like I held on to that. And so even though you might be taken to the doctor and you get a CAT scan or an MRI and they say, you're, you're fine, they're not measuring energy. So they're just looking for blood flow or bleeding. So it, where you get hit, if it doesn't heal perfectly and immaculately, it becomes what we call depolarized. There's less energy there less energy circulating around. When there's no energy, then there becomes less blood flow. And then the body goes, oh, that's the perfect place for a garbage can. So whatever toxins, when the wind blows or the bus drives by and you inhale that, the body starts to store stuff there. And then it becomes a toxic site that every time you touch it, other parts of your body start to hurt or have other problems. And that's where your body starts to break down. That's aging is how many scars and trauma sites you've had. And the longer you've been alive in this human form, the more of those you're probably going to have, right? I mean, I just think it's, you know, you've been alive for 50 years versus someone that's been alive for 20, you're probably going to have a few more scars and trauma sites. So those are the physical ones. There's the emotional ones. And where does that leave a little dent, probably in your heart, sometimes in your stomach, sometimes in your shoulders, it's where do you hold your stress? And the dental is completely missed by most. And I think that one of our associates said a long time ago, they helped somebody get rid of Parkinson's and somebody else diabetes by swapping out the metal fillings in their mouth. Now, a lot of you are gonna say, oh, I got rid of those metal fillings. But if you didn't do it correctly and you didn't address the healing afterwards, you probably have more heavy metals in your body. So I, I, my child is 15. And so about 18 years ago, I said, I'm thinking about having a baby now, I'm going to address what's going on in my mouth. And I got an assessment or two. And then I went and I had, I only had two fillings, I believe at that time. 
in my whole life and I had them taken out. So the process of drilling that out, there's like sawdust everywhere. So, and so it's very specific. You need to go to a practitioner or a dentist that knows all of these protocols. There's an air filter, it sucks the air out. Um, there's a certain thing they put in your mouth so you don't swallow it, all of that stuff. I had that all done correctly. And I even had healthy fillings put back in. But I can tell you the first week I felt like I had asthma. I actually had heavy metals in my lungs and I used QRA testing and I treated it. And then I had heavy metals in my liver and I was angry. And then I had heavy metals in my intestines and then I didn't have any heavy metals. So I watched and treated as the metals left my body and I did everything right. So if you didn't do anything right and you started getting headaches or allergies or sinuses or some other kind of weird problems, maybe even diabetes or Parkinson's, you're not gonna get that diagnosis till much later, but diabetes, suddenly if you have diabetes or blood sugar issues, you may wanna assess when did I get that diagnosis versus when I had my fillings removed and maybe look at heavy metal detoxing for your body because it's a real thing. And the it, that's one piece of it with the metals, but the trauma of drilling so close to your head and if you've had an implant or a tooth pulled or a root canal, all of these places, everything here affects this. And then your digestion and everything here affects this. So you are one, you're one unit. So you really have to look at the whole picture. And for those of you listening to this, it's really up to you to make sure you're in charge of your health. Your doctors or practitioners you see are only giving you advice. Like I think even medical doctors are guessing. They hear things from pharmaceutical reps. They hear say some things around, oh, we can try this. Like how many times have you heard someone say, oh, my doctor said he thinks we should cut half of my pill or half of my dose and we're gonna see, and then we'll test it. They don't know. It's never specific. It's never a guarantee. But when we use QRA, it is precise and specific to your today body. And we know, and we can give you with accuracy and confidence exactly what's going on in your body. And you don't have to wait two and a half weeks to get a lab test back. I can change your body by the time you get that lab test back. So anyway, I went off tangent a little bit. The dental health is 20% of what your overall health. So if you don't address that, that's a problem. It could also be your bite. like. If your teeth land funny, you could be putting pressure on the occipitals or the skull in different places, and then you have nervous system issues. So you really have to make sure you look at the whole body. It's fascinating. And thank you so much for emphasizing that because that's, I think, one um, issue is that we compartmentalize our whole body instead of just like, you know, as, as, as you mentioned earlier, that metaphor of a house, then, you know, the house you, we do, we take care of our house much better you know, than our body. And when also, um, I'm glad you mentioned and you related it to your experience of, you said you were angry. So all these things come up, physical symptoms, emotional symptoms, and, then in that the sad part is eventually we may sort of get better thinking the better but if we don't continue the work 
in 20, 30 years and suddenly hmm, our, our, our brain is acting up. So, uh, right, um, Julie, because I last time I, I was in a, in a network meeting and there, someone saying, oh, I read an article that, you know, the, the, the factor of their they're revealing more about the dementia and Alzheimer's that it's not on, only the plaques, you know, in the frontal lobe. I said, oh, that's good that you, you guys ran into it because that's been there. And that for integrative practitioners, especially doing QRA, doing energy medicine, that's always part of the modality. So that's part of one of the tools. And I, you know, thank yes. you for Tools. And I, I want to say something about that and give you an offering right now for all the listeners. Um, there, I call something a personal healing moment. And it's when you sit quietly for a minute and you just breathe and you just assess your body. Where do I feel tight? Where do I feel pain? Where do I feel, you know, what do I feel? Because I think in Corona times, people are sitting around a little bit more and maybe they're Maybe they're doing that automatically, but in our previous life, it's like, like we're just going, 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 and there's no stopping really. It's like 6 a.m., get the kids to school, drop them off, get to, get to the gym, get to this, get to that. So, um, you know, I used to say when you drop off the kids, stay in the car for a minute and just go a couple of deep breaths. And with that, in that personal healing moment, you can use it however you want, but a couple of suggestions tapping, I have a whole protocol on my website, tapping and swiping, where you're literally giving your organs and glands a workout and a treatment. Um, you can download that, but I think we all have, maybe not all, but many people know there's a couple of books on tapping, it's proven to work. I just have a system where we run through the main organs of the body and the lymph. And it, I can't tell you how many clients have come in and said, I tap and swipe every day religiously and I always feel better right after. And it really takes about a minute and it doesn't cost you a penny and you feel better. And the second thing I also offer is on the free download section, it's called Body Talk. And there is a few statements there, but the one main specific one in the middle of that page, if you, when you say those words, and if you want, we can do it together in a moment, but when you say these words, it releases all the stress and emotional stress that is blocking you from doing whatever it takes to be happy and healthy. And the reason why I suggest people do this at least three times a week is because all the work we're doing on ourselves, most of it is physical. And whether it's exercise or stretching or yoga or meditating or whatever you're doing, this when you heal the physical body, Underneath it all is the emotional stuff. And for example, we do mud therapy here at our clinic. We did a mud therapy session on a woman on Monday and she felt so good. And then she said the next day, I'm a wreck. And why is she a wreck? Because we got rid of all of these interference fields in her body and her body's like, oh my gosh, I was holding on to those with emotions also. And now everything is like, spinning and spiraling and her body's like, I don't know how to live without all of these problems. And it's like, it's kind of like your chest is open, your heart is open, like you just, it's fearful. And so if you have in your schedule every Monday, Wednesday and Friday at 12 noon, 
I take a personal healing moment and I tap or swipe, or I read this bot, most importantly, the body talk, the words, you are clearing all the harmful, negative, emotional stresses that you're carrying around that you don't even know you're carrying around. Because healing is like a bumpy road. It's up, down, up, down, up, down. Anyone that's listening that's a female already knows. That's how life is. You have your period. You feel great. You feel like shit. Excuse my language. You're, you feel amazing. You're back to yourself. And then you go through the whole cycle all over again. So life is a cycle. And healing is a process and a cycle. And when you're down, it's hard to pick. It's harder to pick yourself back up. Um, a celebrity for some reason that I follow posted the other day, oh, I've just, I finally got on the treadmill for the first time in two weeks. So what was she doing for that two weeks? She was stressed, emotional, negative, not enough energy, not enough drive or motivation to go exercise. Finally, she got there, but it took her two weeks. But if you clear this stuff out a few times a week, you're not gonna really ever, hopefully, crash. At least you won't from an emotional reason. You will stay more status quo and then you get up and you do your thing every day because you block out purposefully me time to clear stuff out a few times a week. And once that becomes habitual, you just do it because that's easy. You don't have to go anywhere. It doesn't cost you anything. You don't have to take anything. You're mostly just breathing. And so let's say you do this every Wednesday at noon and Tuesday night, like this woman that I mudded on Monday, Tuesday night, she's a wreck. But Wednesday, when she gets up, she taps and swipes. And suddenly she's like, oh, I feel pretty good. It's amazing. She just got herself out of a rut. And this, these words were designed with a weight loss program. Uh, the words on the body talk. And like I said, if you want, I'll walk us all through it in a moment. Yes, please. She, she, the practitioner had one group on the weight loss program say this statement every day and one group did not, right? A control group, a real study. The people that said the statement lost significantly more weight. It's really that easy, it's words. It takes about 30 seconds. So, okay, why don't I walk everybody through it? So you can close your eyes for this, take a deep breath. I'm just gonna read it right off these little cards that we have. Um, couple of deep breaths. Eyes closed. I'm gonna say it slow enough with pause in between so that you can repeat the words in your head. And I want you to say it with confidence. Body. You are healthy, safe, loved, and healed. You easily dissolve any stress, burden, toxin or excess weight in your path. For this, I am truly grateful. And take another exhale and when you're ready, slowly open your eyes. Those are beautiful words and statements. And perhaps later, Julie, if you can um, text me that, then I can put that together with this information for this recording, okay? Yeah, and as I, we have it for anyone that doesn't find it for some reason. We have it as a free download on my website. 
Um, I put a lot of stuff that I just want everyone to have in that section so that when you're ready, you find something new that you can do that's free and easy that will help you to heal. So the simple little statement with a couple of deep breaths, what did you experience? Did you just feel a little bit like anything from that, Grace? Oh, I, I really feel like it's something that uh, first, it resonated to me, My the words resonated to me. It's like an instant um, energy that says, yes, yes. And everything is like, you know, yes, answer to, to the statement. And uh, who would not want that? Who cannot use that? It's right. only when we put our limited belief that we, we, it may not work. But uh, right. on that moment, for me, it's like when you were reading it and you know, I was trying to kind of repeat it and I can, all I could say is yes, yes, yes. So I could just welcome. Awesome. And I think like one of the best examples I have besides the woman with mudding is anytime I find a parasite in a patient and then we do a parasite protocol and they get rid of the parasite, they feel fantastic. And then they're usually an emotional wreck after. And what is the definition of a parasite? It's something that lives off of you, feeds off of your food, feeds off of your body. So when you get rid of that, the physical thing, there's probably going to end up being something that was feeding off of you. Like, you know, I was mad about this or somebody said that to me and you held on to it for so long. So you're, you, you think I'm feeling great and then you're not. And this is one of those missing pieces from most healthcare programs is dealing with the emotional body. And you don't have to spend an hour a week and go to talk therapy or you can't, if that resonates with you, do it. But this is the simplest thing I can have you do. Reading this one long sentence and breathing. You can do it anytime, any day, anywhere. So do it. I'm with, I'm, I'm with you that it is important to have a practitioner that you can co-partner for one's health like you like me and but just have that but at the same time that daily habit that daily thing that we do on our own is powerful right and and julie you manifest um, you you manifest you reflect good health so tell us what's your daily habit so that maybe others will be inspired to do the same Okay. I, as you were talking, I was thinking um, recently, maybe a, a month or so ago, I was at the chiropractor. I'm going to say this first and then I'll tell you what I do every day. And I was like, I just feel so good. And he was, you know, he's assessing, he thinks it's because of the chiropractic. I'm like, well, I do craniosacral therapy. I had a massage. I go in the ocean. I soak in the bath salts. I do earthing, mud therapy, QCI therapy, yoga, meditation, <laughs> and I take a lot of supplements and I eat clean. So I'm like, yeah, that was really easy. <laughs> like only, it only took about like 20 different kinds of therapies. So, um, but those are all the things that are in my life. And then of course there's the haircuts and the dentist and the regular stuff you have to do. But, you know, it, I don't want people to think it's hard it's real that again, my tagline is simple solutions. There are so many little things you can do that make you feel great. However, 
we need our team, right? We need a team. Just like to run my business, I have a few people. To run my health, I have this person, that person, that person, that person. I may see one or two of those people only once a year or every couple of years, but when they're there, when I need them, they're part of my my healthcare team. You know, my healthcare team, like real health. Um, so, um, yeah. So on a daily basis, I drink my cock my daily cocktail with some of the raw nutrients that we sell, the nano products. Um, I take customized, precise, customized nutrition for my today body. And I get reassessed frequently. Um, and I would probably give you more of, um, I don't do, I don't do everything every single day. I tap and I swipe. We ha I have a quantum laser that I use pretty regularly. I can show you what it looks like. And it has red, infrared, and violet light. And when you put it on your body, it reprograms your cells really quickly. So this is, I use this often. I often fall asleep to it at night with it on my third eye, lying in bed with it. Like literally when we talked earlier about you, your body is made up of cells, the laser reprograms them. Um, and I usually fall asleep thinking I am amazing. I'm healthy. I'm grateful and thankful and those kind of words. That would be something that I do every single day is a personal healing moment. Sometimes it's in the morning, sometimes it's at night, sometimes before bed, sometimes um, it's in the middle of the day. The rope behind me is not a noose. I have a lot more confidence and positivity than that. This is a hanging device. This, the ropes are based on Iyengar yoga, a form of yoga, and I have it specifically set up so I can hang. So I do inversions fairly regularly. That is one of my favorite things to do. Maybe I was an animal that hung upside down in a past life because I am addicted. Um, castor oil, almost every time I take a shower on the detox organs, which I call the assembly line. We can talk about that if we want after. Um, and yeah, um, in my routine, I already mentioned a handful of things, but I may do an enema every three months or three times in a row, if that's what's going on in my body. Um, I think I already said mud therapy. I do craniosacral work regularly. My person is craniosacral and a rolfer. So combination. Sometimes I do regular massage, but I've done that for years and years and years. And my body doesn't need it. The, the, the specific chiropractic and craniosacral work. So I guess I would say what I do every day is bring myself into alignment and feeling calm and peaceful. I will never live without CBD in my life or hemp, um, game changer for me. And uh, I don't know, I, I do want to move my body every single day. I, I recommend twisting, turning, bending, um, a couple of, some kind of breath of fire to stir up the energy and move it. Since the lo first lockdown, I started doing a lot more kundalini yoga and I found a class that is online. So the thing I've done the most for the past 11 months would be that. Um, it's, you feel so relaxed and calm and it's a lot of breath work. And it, sometimes my muscles feel worked and sometimes they don't, 
Um, and now I, because here in California, everything's still closed. So we have the beach. So I go to the beach often at night, in the morning, it doesn't matter. I don't usually go when it's raining, but it doesn't matter what the temperature or the weather is. I'll go and I just, the second I get close, it's like the energy field of, of the water and the ions in the air. And it just, the second I see the beach or the ocean, my heart slows down and I drop right into a personal healing moment without even trying. And I recommend if you have a spot like that, that works for you, the bathtub, a park, a tree, the beach, a river to get out in the earth and to nature is really therapeutic by itself and combined with a personal healing moment, exponential. And I do sleep on an earthing mattress and an earthing sheet. And we do have some of the earth products also in the clinic so that you're getting earth energy while you're sitting at your desk or while you're doing whatever you're doing, sleeping. So those are things that I do every day or, you know, did I give you enough things? No, <laughs> Make it's amazing. And just amazing. And I, yeah. And, and I like that you enumerated all of that so that our viewers will understand and see that, you know, when we really want something, it's not just you have to do one thing and that's it. Uh, as long, I always say that as long as you are given the chance to wake up again, breathe another breath, then that's always chance to do the things that we know, because many people know, but it's a matter of doing what they know to be able to achieve that um, bioregenesis or, you know, regen regenerative process of the body. And so I, it's good, it's good. Cause you know, it, and the, the wonderful thing with what you do and what most people do that beats the, their age is, is that we make it joyful. <laughs> we Absolutely. see, we, then so other people think it, you know, we're just having so much fun. Oh yes, we are having so much fun truly, but we work to have that and you know because it's important if there's no other choice right Julie right there there's no other choice I mean I remember when my son was little that I never felt like I had enough time for myself and I don't know if a lot of moms realize that they need time for themselves I I was like I had the itch I was like I have to go I need a break I got a babysitter or you know his dad however that worked out like I always needed to just get out. And when, and I just, when your baby is little, when they're brand new and they sleep, you have a choice between eating, showering, or going on the computer or um, sleeping yourself. So you have to kind of rotate through those to be sane. It's the same thing in your regular life. I have space. What am I going to do with it? Um, I already worked out yesterday. So maybe today I can have a relaxing stretching session or just sitting out in the sun or at the park and just breathing and doing nothing. It's a balance. But if every time you have a break, you run, spin, kickboxing, you're like going, 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 you're totally out of balance. You might think that's what you need to do. You think you need to work out more, 
But when you work out more, you're actually burning out your adrenals, which makes you store more fat. If you would space out and alternate what you do with that free time, and sometimes you work out and sometimes you do something, like I said, more calming, stretchy, Tai Chi, massage, breathing. I, a lot of times I'll tell people just put headphones on and lie on the floor and see what happens. Just breathe, twist, turn, like before you know it, you've had the time of your life and you feel so good because you've just moved in these directions that you don't move in in daily life. Daily life, especially now, is a lot of this. Get up, go to the car, go to the kitchen, go to the shower and go to bed. We need to like twist, turn, bend, breathe, you know, every direction. Um, and that is something that I do every day. And again, to suggest to the viewers, you really want to be healthy. You have to rotate your things. You can have your, you go food shopping, right? What are your staples? Toilet paper, paper towel, shampoo, things you always need. And then what do you rotate? Sometimes you have steak, sometimes you have lamb, sometimes you have vegetarian meals. So you rotate through these other things. If you just go spinning, 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 you're missing like so much of what will make you feel better. You don't realize it, especially type A people. You think I have to go work out. It's really, it's like a mind twist to be like, oh, my workout can be a stretching workout because no one wants to waste time stretching. Everyone's like, oh, I don't have time to stretch. I only have one hour. But the stretching is so hard for you because you don't do it. And if it's hard for you and you are unflexible, think about translating that word into you being unflexible, like mentally, physically, emotionally, and energetically. So we really need to have a combination of different things. And, you know, this will sound silly, but about three years ago, my new year's resolution was to watch TV. <laughs> like, cause I hadn't for so long that I was like, I am clearly not sitting down and doing nothing very often. If I was, it was a meditation or a yoga class or a bath or a hot tub or a something or an infrared sauna. So I was like, you have to do nothing. <laughs> and that was my homework assignment for me. And I think some of you do the extremes, you work out hard and then you lay on the couch. So can you find a middle ground where, you know, you're doing something else and maybe just make it a goal to try something new and give things the three strike rule. If you don't like it, try it again in a different way, whether it's broccoli or eggplant or yoga, you know, like try it. You don't like it. Try it one more time. Try it with a different flavor. One time it's spicy. One time it's in marinara sauce. Same thing with your fitness, same thing with your type of workouts or massages um, or practitioners, you know, give things a chance if it resonates with you and you might find something you like. And I think if I actually tallied up what I do and I did it all in one week, I would have no time for work or anything else because I do a lot of things. I do a lot of self-care and bringing it down to um, a really simple term the reason I do self-care is because I love me and, and I know I'm important. And the mom is the metronome of the family. And if your tempo is blah, 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 you're going to get a lot of that. If your tempo is like tick tock, cause you're balanced, you're going to get that from your family and your loved ones. So 
What wonderful tips and thank you for sharing that. And since you already emphasized the variety um, or rotating things, whether it's activity and food, well, what do you usually say to a question whether they have to eat paleo, keto, vegan or plant-based? That's a great question. And being a dietitian for 30 something years, um, I will tell you that for all, most of the last 20 or 30 years, keto, paleo, and all those other things have existed. They've been there. You just haven't heard about them. And the reason you hear about them now is because people love to do all or none. And when you do all, they eventually do none. So if you can find just like that balance of um, spinning and other things that are more relaxing, if you can be a more balanced eater, you're going to have more success, hands down. Um, the true keto diet really should be monitored by a practitioner and you should really be checking your body and it's really not healthy. Dr. Atkins was the first promoted keto type of diet and most people never read the second half of the book where you had to take all these supplements in order to balance out the health of your body when you do such a diet. So you can't just steal the pieces that you think are, oh, I could eat sausage and bacon and not worry about it because you're gonna destroy your kidney or some part of your digestive system. So I always feel adding is the first way to start. Eat more often if you don't. Plan an alarm on your phone and make sure the bell goes off that you you eat something. And you the balance comes back again to the blood sugar and the, we don't have enough time to get into that. I have a whole chapter in my book about blood sugar and carbohydrates and really understanding what they are because they're not the enemy. What is the enemy is not having EMF remediation on your devices because it will make your pancreas, your, your devices will make your pancreas not work correctly. It will be nutrient deficient and therefore you will have a hard time digesting carbs and therefore you'll feel like carbs are the enemy, but you put that little sticker on and suddenly your body will digest food better. Um, and so what really is best, no matter what age you are, no matter what's going on in your health, your body or your mind is more vegetables. <laughs> we need half the plate to be filled with vegetables at minimum and sometimes vegetarian meals, but you will be hungry if you don't eat, <clears throat> excuse me, you'll be hungry if you don't eat enough good fats. So that meal needs to also have fat. I use the EFA oil on top of almost everything if I didn't cook with a ton of oil. Um, and I'm saying ton, yes, ton of oil. So in a nutshell, if I was gonna sum it up, I would say mostly vegetarian, plant-based with a little bit of protein, clean protein from time to time and always in a balanced blood sugar way. And that may be confusing. So if you take your plate and you load half of it with vegetables, and then you have about a fist of carbs and the palm of your hand of protein, you can add the fingers if it's a filet of fish, if it's lean fish, otherwise it's the palm, if it's like a burger or steak, it's about the palm of your hand. If you have that once a day, and you eat balanced with mostly vegetables and clean 
food, some nuts and seeds and um, some fruit, if you do it in a balanced blood sugar way and you're not deficient in CoQ10 and your pancreas, you will have the most success. So it's plant-based, mostly vegetarian with some animal protein, dairy-free. For most people, I'm gonna say gluten-free, but I think frequently gluten-free, but that doesn't mean eat the snacks out of the bags that are all gluten-free. <laughs> like then you're eating junk food and it doesn't mean be vegetarian, but eat a ton of um, cheese. It's that's not what I'm talking about. And this is the same diet I've been talking about for 20 years. It's eat real food. <laughs> the name of my book is called the no diet diet. Cause if you do a diet, you're starting on Monday, you're going to finish at some point and you're going to basically going from all to none. So if you plan out your day to eat five or six times and you get your blood sugar under control through nutrition and EMF remediation and you know, some of the supplements that make your body work correctly, then you can possibly take away one or two of those eating times because you don't need them, but you first have to get your blood sugar balanced and you have to, you just have to be balanced. When you're balanced, everything's easier. When you're balanced nutritionally, there's no cravings. Sorry, excuse me. When you're, when you're balanced nutritionally, you don't have cravings. When you sleep well and you go to the bathroom and you poop, your body is flushing everything through, you're gonna feel better. So if you're doing something extreme in your diet, but you don't have bowel movements every day, that's your problem. Don't worry about what you're eating. Make sure you're exiting things. Um, we have, I don't know if it's really just the media or everyone's just desire to just hang the picture on the wall before they gut and spackle and paint. We have become a society of isolating everything. In fact, there's a new isolation called Fisetin. It's like cutting edge news. It's called Fisetin and it helps your body to work better. It, it's, it adds to breaking down old cells. So when people get those brown spots, you can, again, you can call them aging spots, but what it really is, is you have dead cells that are not leaving your body. So you get more brown spots and it's called senolysis. So the breakdown of those cells. And so they have come out with a new isolation of a thing called Fisetin. And you can take it in a supplement form now. I think one company makes it and I'm sure you'll start seeing that in the next year or two. But guess where Fisetin comes from? Apples and strawberries. So if you would just eat an apple or a strawberry, we would not actually, you don't need a ton of Fisetin, but people stopped eating apples and strawberries because they're so focused on keto and carbohydrate free. And we're crazy. <laughs> like food, food industry um, and pharmaceutical industry, they never stop riding on to what might be appealing now, to, you know, to that it has a lot of um, uh, that's really good. So then they have to keep doing something to to introduce and isolate. And then if that's a big boom in the maybe this year or a few more years, and then they have to come up again with something. So yeah, we people have to really be careful in just um, watching a lot of TV. And because it's, I think our country, our country is one of the few countries where they are even allowed to advertise, you know, the drugs and the company. So for me, anything that's fully advertised, 
I'm leery about that, you Correct. know, when it's fully adverse advertised. So th those are really very good tips that you mentioned. I want to say two more things that I want to make sure to leave our listeners and viewers with and related to that topic. Um, I'll add in a third one. I find I, I'm like a snack health food magnet. I find the best tasting healthy foods that are out there. And I also in my free downloads, there's a snack list that we made in 2020 a lot of new cutting edge things. There's like all kinds of cheeses and yogurts that are not dairy that actually taste amazing. Um, so, you know, you can make crazy concoctions with those things. And we didn't have that 20 years ago. There just was no cheese. There was just no yogurt. Like if you wanted to be healthy. So we have all these fun snacks and there's chips that are made out of proteins that have protein in them to eat a tortilla that has protein and all good ingredients. Phenomenal. So just be careful that you stick with real food. Um, but the two things that I wanted to say is that when a small company like the ones that I just mentioned come out, like, and then their product is fantastic, guess what happens? They sell to a big company and the quality goes downhill. Yeah. So that's what happens when they start to advertise the food products. I would not trust them with a 10 foot pole, not definitely not a six foot and not even a 10. And then the second thing is, if your government and your companies, food companies or pharmaceutical, whoever, if they really, really, truly cared about you and about your well-being, at some point within the last 11 months, you would have heard things like, eat sweet potatoes, eat kale. If you want to be healthy, get some rest, get some sleep, stretch. But instead you heard, stay home, do nothing, be afraid of everybody and wait for this needle injection to come. There was never, I have not heard anywhere. And I've asked numerous people, they have not heard one single thing about what to do to be healthy. They only want to inject you. And what does that tell you? That tells you that our system is so warped that they want to put stuff into you to make you think that you're healthy. And what it really comes down to is we have to take health into our own hands and we have to be in charge. Doesn't matter all those people that I said, I go see, and I forgot to throw in, I have a psychic person that I work with also. So all these people that I work with for my own well-being, I'm the only one in charge. I tell them what I want to do when I go see them. When my people come here, I say, what do you want to focus on today besides, or what are you having issues with that we want to make sure we address besides anything I might offer you. And I let them lead and I make sure they have copies of their lab work, copies of anything that's gone on in their body, copies of all their scars and traumas and their dental work. You are the only person that's in charge of you. And the one final thing I wanna say is um, I have this picture that came out earlier this year, someone sent it to me and it's just picture, it's like a person kind of meditating and they're almost holding like a crystal ball and it's like really beautiful. And this came out soon after the whole Corona thing. And it said, the only way out is to go in and that's to go inside yourself. And separate from all the nonsense of this virus that has almost hundred percent recovery rate, um, there's this whole silver lining of slow down, breathe. You have time, use your time. Capitalize on COVID is my saying. 
take this time, sleep in a little extra. You don't have to go anywhere. There are no concerts or football games or whatever. There's no pressure. You can just stay and be. So you have been gifted time. And if you don't capitalize on it, you are the only one that's at fault there. And I don't want to call it a fault or blame, but it's up to you. Take advantage of it. You've been given all this gift. So enjoy it. It is for your health. There is this magnificent new normal coming, this where we focus on peace and calm and joy and happiness, because the only thing you have right now is either fear, if you let it, or happiness and joy. And it's your choice. And I think even from just this talk today, we have given you probably 20 or 30 different things you can do to find peace, joy, and happiness. And you don't have to do them all, just pick one, start there. But it's up to you to find that. But if you're listening to the news and you are panicky and afraid of everything under the sun, you're creating illness inside your body. So take those personal healing moments, tap and you can swipe out stress, tapping, you know, lots of breathing and just let it go, let it go. Amazing. These are really all practical but powerful um, advice that you have shared with us. You know, um, it's just, and, and a lot of these are just common sense. And, but I always want to remember that when you, when you find one thing that, and you said yes to one thing and all the others come together to help you be more disciplined for, for those of us who are ready to be disciplined in terms of being your own doctor and at some point being your own dietitian. You be your own dietitian, be your own nurse, be your own doctor. Because just as uh, <clears throat> uh, Julie mentioned about, you know, the only way out is going in. I also remember someone saying that some doors and healing is one of those doors only open by going inside by, you know, cause other doors, you know, you pull it out or you pull, put it in. So you can only go to that door by going inside. And, and when we even expand the conversation in terms of like ascension, ascension or incension, they said, you know, the ascension is not even possible because there's a lot of distortion happening now with our DNA and our pathways that the ascension is difficult, can only be achieved by in going inside. So now it becomes incension to ascend. Now, Julie, you know, you're, again, you're fabulously beautiful, looking healthy and glowing. And I, I envy, and envy you that you're in the warm weather. And just as I envy my family in the Philippines, because they have access to the ocean. And I told them, yes, keep going to the ocean, because that's where they're not, they're okay to go there. Okay. Now, have you ever, ever had like any health issue that you have to struggle and like you feel like you were in your deathbed or you didn't have any of those because you learned early on to prevent them from happening? Um, well, I started my career when I was 16 and I just wanted to be healthy. That was, I just was like, I wanted to be in shape really. It started from a fitness thing. Um, and I just started working out. So that's where it started for me. 
And then I got into nutrition. I got, I told you, I read all that stuff. And then somehow I ended up getting, going to college just to have fun and then going to grad school to be a nutritionist once I figured out my career and I already shared my path, but I didn't know it until probably closer to age 25. It was after I finished my master's degree, closer to age 25. I didn't, I started to have food allergies and I was, I became allergic. I had like chronic fatigue at that point. I don't really, I never talk about this because it's not, it's not what drew me into this career, but it it became now when I look back, it, it was actually made me so much better at my job because I figured it all out. So at one point around age 25 to 27, after completing a master's in nutrition and learning everything about nutrition that there is, including potato chips and French fries counts as a vegetable, which they don't, by the way, um, not in the real world. They, um, I, ha- I was allergic to wheat, dairy, soy, corn. I had yeast coming out of my body, like tons and tons and tons of it. Fast forward to today, because that was 25 years ago. Today, I realized it was a vaccine injury that I had when I was in high school. Absolutely. It's when it all started. I had like, I didn't know that what a migraine was and my parents weren't really around. I was kind of been supporting myself emotionally and everything since I'm 13, even though parents were alive, they just weren't present for me. So I figured everything out myself. I had these like headaches where I would cry. It felt like someone was hammering my head. And when I, by the time I graduated graduate school, I was living on um, Tylenol sinus and living on it, like going through boxes like crazy. So then I ended up with leaky gut syndrome, which is when all this stuff, cause that was college and then graduate school when that ended is when I had chronic fatigue. Um, so I think that happened. So I healed myself from all of that as I studied under the Institute for Functional Medicine. And I met a couple of practitioners and I said, can I follow you and learn from you? And literally not follow on Instagram. We didn't have it then. I followed them in their office. I was their little pet, <laughs> whatever they needed done. Did. That's actually what following is, I think. And and then even with Dr. Marshall, I created the system where I said, can I shadow you and follow you? And, and then the shadowing with him became a thing. Um, and so fast forward to divorce and three or four years after divorce, one day my knee wouldn't bend when I went into a child pose in yoga. And I was, I never had any issues ever. I would hear all the people in yoga class go, oh, my this, my that, my whatever, you know, telling the teacher. And I was like, oh, thank God I don't have any of those problems. And then I did. And I did everything physical to heal. It was, it was a knee and it was this, and it was, it was like knee ankle, you know, it's the whole chain because you're one person, you're one unit. So it was my knee and then my knee would feel better. And then my ankle and my other foot hurt. And then my toe was weird. And really all of that was emotional the whole, that whole part, it was like a two and a half year process, knee, hip, random things. And then when the emotional stuff really got cleared underneath it, I found another interference field on my spine. And if you understand the spine, it is the house. It's your house. It's your spine is what holds you together. It's your skeleton. So that was reflexing down legs to toes and knees. And so it was a huge emotional thing and then a physical thing an emotional thing and then a physical thing all over again. And I was forced to find joy when it was emotional. I was not happy. 
I had like a couple of years where I would fake it till you make it. As I tell my patients, I would be like, yeah, but like underneath it all, I was single mom responsible for all the money, all the doing, all the everything, all the caring and, and working. And I was exhausted. So it, I'm sure half of the people listening to this have been in a similar position. It sucked. And my friends would be like, get over it, like, get over it, whatever. You're great. You're happy. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. You have four parents, a spouse and two vacation homes. And I have me, both of my parents are dead. My siblings and I don't get along. I am like on my own on this planet, caring for this little person. And all I do all day is care for other people. And no one is there caring for me. And so I was forced, forced to care for me. And that's why I really enjoy my self-care time now, because every time it's like, a, it's like charging your phone. Every time I, whether I do one or any of the other things that I said earlier that are part of my self-care, I always just feel better. And oh, I realized you. and learned, I have to love myself in order to be healthy. And it doesn't matter what practitioner you go to or what podcast you listen to, you're in charge of you and that's it. And I'm glad you shared that because I wanted to really let the audience know that people who like us who have that you know, discipline of a lot of self-care, that doesn't mean that we don't go through some health changes, but what the powerful thing is, as you see, we, we transcend those things we transform ourselves so that we can be even healthier. We can even have more energy. So, and that's you know, it's it's not that we do, you, we're tell you'll never get sick. But the powerful thing is, you will know what to do when you're sick. You will know what to do after you get sick. You will know which which practitioner you will resonate. Okay, so this is beautiful. And I, I, I asked that question, um, Julie, because I'm thinking of the viewers who may be taking care of dementia, uh, loved ones, and, you know, they're so stressed as well, especially this time that they're all inside, they have no place to bring their moms because their their grand their parents who are not really in their in the nursing home and some of them are spouses so they keep asking me when are you going to open when are you going to open so maybe just a few sentences for them especially those with dementia and uh, alzheimer's loved ones um the the question because i then you said when are you going to open I'm, so I'm not, what I'm saying is, what can we at least suggest and give a support advice for the caregivers who are feeling so stressed? Uh, the caregivers that stress of the, can right. give can manifest into many things. Well, I think that it's you know capitalize on COVID is what I was saying earlier, and I think that if you're looking at your parent that has dementia or Alzheimer's or a loved one, that should be your red flag that I don't wanna be in that position. And I don't wanna make my kids do this job or my cousin or my sibling. So I'm gonna take care of myself, number one. And whatever that means, you need self-care time. In terms of taking care of that person with the dementia, it depends on their age. You know, if they, are young enough where you can 
use a laser or the QC vial, the EMF remediation, some mud therapy, those might be some of the easiest things you can do or put them in a bathtub with the Medi-Soak, um, like the ocean salts. Whatever, there's so, 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 so many things that are easy to do and fairly inexpensive. You don't have to schlep them to a doctor's office to a hooking them up to machines and doing crazy things. You just wanna get them to feel peaceful. And if it's really stressful for you, then maybe it's really stressful for them too. And sometimes, you know, maybe they do need to go get hooked up to some kind of random machine to do something because they feel better and they function better after. But I think that number one, every single person is different. So what works for one doesn't work for the other uh, or may not, it may not be the thing. And I think that um, that's my biggest thing is I have all these friends or clients dealing with parents with Alzheimer's and dementia. And I'm like, let's get those metals out of your teeth now while you're 30 and 40 and let's get you as healthy as you can possibly be. So use it as your motivation, use it as your motivation but have some of the downtime because if you're dealing with that, that's heavy, heavy, heavy. And you might be thinking, oh, but I got to go work out. But maybe for that period of time, your workout or wellness routine is laying on your bed and doing nothing or laying on an earthing pad or getting a massage or taking a nap. So it's all under the umbrella of my wellness. And it's what is going to make me feel like that. And yeah, maybe at the end of a workout, you might feel that way. But if you're just running on adrenaline, that's not the right thing. So I think always come back to what feels good. Am I pooping and am I sleeping? Is that person pooping and sleeping? And just start from there. Um, did, I, did I answer that? Oh yeah, that, no, yes, for sure. And it's beautiful because I, I resonate to the, your advice and statement that let that situation be a motivation for the caregiver to take care of themselves. And also, as, as, you know, not, I don't want to repeat what you said so that your loved ones, the younger ones, if you have children or nieces and would not be in that position that you are in now. So, you know, and there's things can be done as well. There's so an easy, there's a simple saying, I, again, now you know why my tagline is simple solutions for health. Doesn't mean that there's not complicated things, lab work and things that we could do for our bodies, but there are so many easy things to do that always get you on the right path. But if, if everybody just gave and gave and gave, or everybody just received and received and received, then we wouldn't be able to give or receive. So you have to give in order to receive. And if you are giving, you need to receive. So if you're just like constantly giving to somebody, you need to time out, I need for me, I, my cup is empty. And so if you are caring for a parent or an elder person, make sure you also receive whatever you need for you. It always comes down to like a seesaw or like that triple beam balance scale. Like if you tip this way and then you go this way and this way and this way, you are far from that alignment center line. So when you tip, you come back, whether it's exercise and then stretching or carbohydrates and then protein and fat, like that balance, we got to come back into balance always. 
Thank you. This is a fantastic conversation, and I believe it's this is valuable. So I'm happy that uh, you know we can do this for our viewers. So please tell them again where they can reach you. The website is juliehealth.com. So J-U-L-I-E, another E for everything energetic and excellent, and health, the thing that everybody wants. Dot com. My Instagram is at Julie E Health. Facebook is similar. It's Julie E Health and Wellness. And I also have a lot of videos on YouTube. If you, um, there's a lot of free downloads on my website. And if you sign up for our newsletter, you will get a visual of what happens to your brain and your uh, pelvis area when your cell phone is on your body and a few other things. So um, you might want to check that out. And, and I'm, here in, I'm sorry. And then I'm here in Los Angeles and in Redondo Beach, and I do virtual sessions and in person. And even though we do the QRA as the backbone of what I do with a lot of people, I've been practicing so long that I can do things like that tell, this way through the yeah. computer as well. So if you, and some people just have Q&A sessions, they just want to know a mom called the other day, she wanted to learn how can I use CBD for my son? And we did a half hour session and um, she ended up leaving with a bunch of, a bunch of things she could do for her kid, like all these little simple tips. And she already wrote and said, he's doing phenomenally better. So, you know, whatever it is that you're looking for, I'm happy to help you with. Um, everyone's session is unique, precise and customized to your today body and hoping that your today body three months from now is totally different because you've done a few things and your cells are always changing. So julieehealth.com and I will see you there, I hope. And all that information I will place in below with this uh, uh, recording. And Julie, I always end with a quantum affirmation from the cards that we have. And uh, today I picked up seeing the best in others. And so I will, I will share it with the audience three times. And as you and I know, you, you, you repeat it. I've been doing it like three times in the morning, at noon and in the evening, and feel free even at bedtime. And share, to, share with me how this is for you, but give it a try. Said seeing the best in others. I actively look for the best in every person I, I meet. I focus on their good qualities and encourage them to live their own best life. I actively look for the best in every person I meet. I focus on their good qualities and encourage them to live their own best life. I actively look for the best in every person I meet. I focus on their good qualities and encourage them to live their own best life. And see, this is just perfect because, you know, and this is, I see this is Julie's approach in helping others. As she, you heard her say before, she allows them to say, so what, what is your concern for today? So it begins from her seeing you, seeing the best in you. And that would always help. So first, but she's, as she shared, you got to see the best in you first. So when you look at yourself in the mirror, see the best in you. And all boils down, as she mentioned, of loving yourself. So I say, Mabalos, that's thank you in my language. 
And thank you, Julie, Julie Eve from simplesolutions.com. And I'm really so honored and thank you so much. We, we, we said it will be an hour, but it's just so powerful. We just have to feel the energy. And if there's no time constraints, I just keep going. And uh, feel free, you can, some, for some of you, you can pause, you can repeat, uh, you know. I do, I follow my, sometimes I just carry my phone and keep listening all over if I want some to listen to something. And repetition helps. So it is, this is a good episode to listen to some of those things we talked about over and yeah. over again. I agree. Yeah. And we'll have Julie again sometime next time, you know, for sure, because she has wealth of knowledge to share with you. And um, you can also check out quantumnurse.life and, and have a conversation with me, with Julia, who, whoever resonates to you and keep following the Freedom Broadcasters. Yes. Mabalos. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a healthy day.